Ladies and gentlemen, we are living in an unprecedented, unprecedented, unprecedented time where your individual liberties are being handed over in the name of a government safety net or for the common good. You're tired of being told what you're allowed to say, how to live your life, or how to raise your kids. And so are we. We are the Break the Bell Podcast, and we believe your voice is your most powerful weapon. Join us weekly as we invade your ear holes with all the insanity that's going on in the world and expose the corrupt system that is hell-bent on keeping the power from you. You can check out Break the Bell every Monday night, streaming live on YouTube, or listen wherever you can find podcasts. Check out Break the Bell, and most importantly, never stop talking. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. All right, Fact Check This Podcast, and today I'm going to talk about teacher unions. And I always feel the need whenever I do an episode like this because everybody who knows me should be pretty aware of my feelings on the public education system, the Department of Education, teachers unions, so on and so forth, etc., etc. And I feel like I always need to preface these types of episodes with my mother is, was a teacher. She's retired. Uh, my sister-in-law is a teacher. Some of my closest friends are teachers. They are all exceptional, very good teachers. They love and care for kids. They went into it because of that love and care for kids. When I see these things with these teachers unions and what's going on, especially in like New York, Chicago, L.A., places like that, a lot of the problems and what's going on in in these unions and in these areas are very similar to the problems that are going on in hospitals and in the healthcare system. It's a lot of bureaucracy. It's a lot of administrators. It's a lot of people who aren't actually doing the job who are making these decisions. So, see, and that's why I, that's why I am such a strong advocate for private schools and privatized education systems as opposed to these public education systems because I don't want teachers to n- not get paid. I don't want like I don't want the school system okay I want the school system to end I don't want schooling to end I don't want teachers to be put out of work I want teachers to actually work in what they want to do teaching children and to be paid accordingly without it having to first go through all the bureaucratic bureaucratic bullshit and all of these administrators and people who don't do the job and don't know anything about the job and don't know how to do the job and don't deal with kids on a daily basis. I want those bastards to be removed from the equation and allow the teachers to do what the teachers do. So that's that's my preface to all this. And we're just going to jump right in this. I'm going to play a... There's a couple videos on this, and uh, I'm going to keep it relatively short. And So here we go. Newly surfaced emails show the nation's most powerful teachers unions influenced the CDC's last minute changes to school reopening guidance. Joining me now is Caitlin Sutherland, the executive director of Americans for Public 
whose group originally obtained these emails. Uh, first off, I'm, thank you for being with us this morning, but I want to get to these emails. I want to read through these and then we'll discuss that. So first, um, it says, thank you for your continued openness to our suggestions and input. It would be great to see the insertion, some variation of the following in the event, high community transmission results from a new variant of SARS-CoV-2, a new update of these guidelines may be necessary. Okay, then this email appears to show Walensky forwarded the union's email to her team at the CDC, the one I just read. A CDC official to Walensky said, yes, we'll work with the team. Walensky responded, super, thank you for doing that. And then to this one, this email appears to show the CDC officials sent final guidance to the teachers unions before releasing it publicly, saying, quote, thanks again for your continued partnership and input, attaching a PDF version of the operational strategy that we'll post today. Okay, Caitlin, tell us why this is so concerning that it seems like there's a, this closeness between these, these people talking, you know, about um, the reopening or not reopening of schools. Um, and not only that, but how it doesn't really follow the science. Absolutely. Well, good morning and thank you for having me on. Thanks to Americans for Trust ongoing lawsuit against the CDC, we recently received new emails that further reveal the extensive coordination between the White House, the CDC and teachers unions on COVID policy. And the more emails that are released, the more we can see that this was all politics and no science. These latest emails show that teachers unions were directing and rewriting the school reopening guidance just hours before it was released. And before the CDC made the guidance public, they ran everything past the teachers unions one last time. They didn't run anything by the scientists at the last minute. They didn't run anything by the parents. And they certainly didn't run anything by the bipartisan group of governors that would have to implement it. The more emails that are released, the more we can see the outside fluences behind their supposedly science-based decisions. Okay, and you know, Caitlin, this made a lot of people mad um, because it didn't fall in line with the science and um, those recommendations, especially because evidence shows that schools, they aren't the primary source of COVID contractions. Do you, do you share the sentiment with that? Um, or do you think that there's, I mean, any science-based possibility with what they were doing in, you know, cahoots more or less with the teachers unions. You know, I think you're absolutely right that people are mad, especially parents. It's important to remember that it was the teachers unions directing all of this and they have a political agenda. Parents were not consulted at all. And it's them that had their students out of school for a year and a half. And then we're just seeing a few of the emails and these exchanges back and forth. Do you think there's more emails that are going to come out? You know, I'm so glad you asked that question. So far, we've received thousands of pages of emails, but we are not done fighting the CDC to hand over more emails. There's a lot more to see, and we will continue fighting for transparency until we and parents deserve all the answers. Okay, Caitlin Sutherland, the Executive Director of Americans for Public Trust. We appreciate you being with us this morning. All right, so the, sorry for that delay coming back in between this thing deciding to play another video and the dogs deciding that there's something that needs to be killed in the house. And if there is, I've got a sword handy, so I'll be okay. Uh, so, these teachers unions are 
what's actually influencing the decisions of the CDC and the White House on coming up with policy, looking at going forward, how they're handling COVID. Never mind that kids have been proven not to be huge transmission sources for COVID. Never mind that the schools have also been proven not to be big transmission sources for for COVID. Never mind any of the actual data that's coming out. Never mind the fact that Omicron has already been shown to be considerably less deadly, considerably less uh, less. What's the word I'm looking for? It's more more more, more transmissible, but it's the uh, the symptom symptoms and the uh, the actual effects of it are considerably less than with any of the other variants. Like it's it's effectively a, a strong cold. All of the science is being just completely ignored on this, and they're taking their guidance from these teachers unions that have shown pretty consistently that they have absolutely no interest in in doing their jobs and in going back to school and, and in teaching kids like these teachers unions. And this is where I always get a lot of pushback because I say these teachers unions don't give a single solitary fuck about kids. The individual teachers do in some cases. Like the ones I know personally, I know that they care about kids. But a lot of these like big inner city schools and stuff like that, I doubt these k- teachers actually care. I-, I would be surprised to find out that these teachers actually do care. In fact, go to a different video here. Hang on just a second. In fact, this sort of indicates that they do not actually care. Pull this up right quick. And um, when I began working with the children, seeing them not be able to read, seeing them not be able to write, I became alarmed. I mean, I was wondering why and how these kids were being passed through school. These kids are in high school and middle school, et cetera, and these kids can't read and write. And when I say can't read and write, I mean literally just that. And I'm wondering why these kids can't read and write, and I'm going to look at the statistics, and right now only 19% of our high school children are being proficient in math when they graduate. Just under 30% of those children are being proficient in reading. So we're they're touting, you know, we have the a super high graduation rate and these children are being illiterate they're they're graduating functionally illiterate and one thing i want to say you know it's it's so many of us that love to say that the teachers don't want to teach etc it's not even that it's that these teachers are also handcuffed to the same system teachers also need school choice too nobody stands up for teachers when they need assistance as well these teachers don't feel safe at school sometimes just like as uh, the children don't i just heard joe biden say that the children are safe at school children are not safe at school these kids are still smoking at school these kids are having sex at school these kids are doing crazy things at school and these teachers are also being violently uh, assaulted at school etc but these stories don't hit the, the the news these stories don't come anywhere because anytime a teacher says something it gets brushed under 
of the world. But you let a child say something that a teacher did, then that teacher gets an indictment and it's all over the news, etc. Nobody stands up for teachers. But this is why school choice and schools like ours are so important because we have to give teachers an option. We have to give students an option. We have to give parents an option because parents uh, are having trouble, uh, especially single moms who are working and they need uh, schooling for their children. They're expecting the school to be teaching their children to read, to be teaching their children to write. And these kids, kids are 14, 15 years old and their parents to discover that they can't read. We have a, such a, a toxic relationship uh, with these systems in our community. We'll allow our pastors and uh, certain politicians in our community to come up with all these strategic ways for us to continue to pay government uh, for, to, for everything else. And I'm just like, no, let's use that same ingenuity to teach our people how to do something for ourselves. Sometimes we have to put uh, a period where we always add in a comma. This is so this is from Atlanta, like public school system, public schools in Atlanta, where these kids are effectively illiterate at graduation because they're not being taught to read and write. They're not actually being taught anything. They're being pushed through the system and pushed out the door. So it, they tote or they can tout graduation rates and they can say that they're doing all this good for especially in this case for these like black and minority communities, they can pretend that they're actually doing something when in reality, they are hurting, hurting them. They're setting them back. And see, this, this could be a complete derail and a total sidetrack and go off on a, a whole other tangent. But these, these systems that are in place, they are not designed to actually help minority communities. And, and I, I talked about this with Ivy several weeks ago when we did the, we you know, coming out of the whole Twitter drama with the why do white people and why do black people exist uh, spaces that, that have been opened up on Twitter and, and everything that went on with that. The system, anything, any system put together by our government is not in any way designed to actually be beneficial to the people that it claims to be trying to help that's just if you look at where we are today public education wise for like where students are coming out of college coming out of high school we are undoubtedly dumber now less educated now than we were 20 30 40 years ago since the Department of Education came into creation, our education level, literacy levels, everything have been on steady decline. Why don't we talk about that? Why do we prop up these fucking teachers unions that refuse to go back to school? They want to go back to online classes. They want to go to remote learning. They want to rob kids of the most fundamental part of their life, of getting those actual interactions. The shit that they learn in school is fucking useless. As a parent, you should be teaching your kids the things that they actually need to know because I guarantee you the school is not teaching them a fucking thing. You should be teaching them what they need to know. As the parent, that's that's on you. That's on me. That is our job, is to educate our children. The things that they should be getting from this experience at school outside of the education that's clearly worthless. And like I said, I, I, 
I think I had a good education. I think I had good teachers. But when I see the stuff that my kids bring home and knowing the curriculums that are being pushed, I don't believe that that exists anymore. You know, I graduated high school 20 years ago, which seems like forever at, you know, all, over half of my life ago. I sincerely believe that public education has done nothing but go downhill at, I mean, train with no brakes speeds. I don't think my kids are intelligent because of anything they're learning in school. I think my kids are sharp and smart and have some real world good common sense and have been able to learn some things just through life and travel and the stuff that we do. But I don't know that what they get at school provides them anything. The thing that school is supposed to be providing, the thing that school is, the, the, the primary function of these school systems is experiences, camaraderie, building relationships, learning how to interact with people. And they're robbing these kids of that. Like the sole purpose of, of the public educational institutions is to socialize and get kids acclimated to being part of groups. And you can think whatever you want about that. I, I mean, I'm all for let's all go hide in the woods and fuck some civilized society because civilized society doesn't seem to be all that pleasant. Uh, it's not all it's cracked up to be. But for whatever you want to think about any of that, like, like that is the primary function of these school systems is to not so much educate our kids on the intellectual side of stuff, but to educate our kids on the social side of things. And they are robbing that of them, forcing them to wear a mask. Our, our mask mandate got extended again at our schools here. For fucking what? Every time it's got, gotten extended, well, we've continued to see a low number of cases in the school so we're going to continue to extend the mask mandate to keep that in place. No, you've continued to see a low number of cases in the schools because schools aren't big transmission vectors for this disease. Let's actually follow the real fucking science. Goddamn morons. I'm ready to move out into the woods and just start homeschooling my kids. Hunt every day and teach them how to live off the land this is it it is absolutely outrageous and like i said i mean they're they're trying to keep these kids out of school entirely entirely teachers unions across the country cite covid surge to demand halt to in-person learning and they have no interest in in going back to school ever they want to get paid to sit at home and and dick off and i don't blame them <clears throat> I would love to get paid to sit at home and dick off. And if you ask my kids about, you know, doing the podcast work, that's exactly what they think that I do. Teachers unions in multiple states are pushing for a return to remote learning due to a surge in coronavirus cases. Cases. 
cases. It's all about cases. They don't have anything to build this off of other than cases. It's, it's, a, it's a joke. The American Federation of Teachers in Massachusetts recently argued that teachers should not be returning or uh, would not be returning to safe environments. Everything about this is a joke. Everything about this completely ignores science, completely ignores rational thought, completely ignores everything that we've learned over the past two years of seeing this pandemic. None of this makes sense. And you know what? You know what? That might be... That might be the most apt, on-the-nose thing about all of this. The teachers' unions have not learned a goddamn thing when looking at two years' worth of actual data. The educators are unwilling to be educated. Fuck these bastards. The solution to all of this is pull your kids out of school. And I've said it so I've said it too many times. I wish I was in a position that I could. I have extenuating circumstances because I don't have my kids. I don't have sole custody of my kids. So I have to uh, it, it has to go through me and their mother. And she is a uh she is 100% on the blue-pilled side of the entire world and everything that's going on in it. So I'm kind of stuck in this situation. So I do the best I can to teach my kids everything I can and everything that they need to know in the short term and try to circumvent their their education in the, in the school. And uh, I think I'm doing a pretty good job there. They are all... Big fans of uh, all of the podcasts that I do work for and listen to, and they're all highly suspicious of and thoroughly opposed to the government in pretty much every way, shape, form, and fashion. So I think I've been moderately successful in raising them properly. Get your kids out of the schools. <clears throat> I was thinking about this too. And it's not that this is necessarily, <clears throat> it's not that this is necessarily a unique thought or something that other people haven't said. Uh, I was originally going to run for county council here where we live. Uh, we're going to be moving. So I'm kind of on the fence as to whether or not I'm going to run for anything when we move, mostly because we'll be in a new place and I won't know anybody. And that would be kind of tough to just move and be like, hey, I'm running for whatever. Uh, run for your local school boards. Take over these school boards and do away with all this dumb shit. I mean, that's, that's where it needs to be. That's where it needs to happen. Take over your school board and get rid of this dumb shit. Get rid of these bad teachers. Get rid of any of this stuff that doesn't actually benefit your children. Like, don't let, don't let the fucking soccer moms run the school board and wokeify everything and create a bunch of fear-driven policy out of ignoring the actual science. 
Get rid of these bullshit teachers unions. Run them the fuck out. Start local and do what's necessary. Do what must be done. That'll do it for today. I actually had a lot of fun this past week doing a live stream, impromptu live stream, where it was, the intent was to cover January 6th, and instead the, the impromptu panel that I had, we, we covered a little bit of everything other than January 6th, and it was a blast. So, what I'm going to be doing tomorrow evening, that's a Tuesday, January 11th at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be doing a live stream. It'll be me, uh, my buddy Carolina CD McCray on uh, or Lady Ann Cap over on Twitter, uh, Dickie Walnuts, who does video work for the Tower Power Hour or the Tower Gang, since they are a legitimate gang now. They, there's initiations and everything. It's uh, eventually I'll get around to to killing that guy that they put in that envelope for me, and then I can officially be initiated into the gang. But just kind of busy right now. Hadn't had time for it. Uh, so anyway, me, CD, Dickie Walnuts, and Jim uh, from last week, Magoo, he'll be rejoining me. Jim of the incredible Ignore the Rant podcast. You should absolutely go check out Ignore the Rant. We're going to talk about the, the error of the 19th Amendment. So... If you know what the 19th Amendment is, and you think that we're wrong, <laughs> we're not. We are absolutely not wrong. The 19th Amendment was a mistake, and we're going to explain why. In fact, we're going to let CD do it, because she is the uh, the most staunch believer that it was a mistake. White women must be stopped. And the rest of them, too. So tune in tomorrow night, 7, East, or 7 Central, 8 Eastern, for a live stream. And I'll actually put that one on YouTube, and who knows, that might be my, uh, that one might get, end up getting removed, but we'll be on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitter, so come check us out, chat with us, let's have some fun, let's stop those white women. In the meantime, hope everybody has a good rest of your day, and I'll see you tomorrow.